Thank you for listening to the Football Index Club daily podcast. This is a podcast designed to provide you with a brief summary of what is going on in the Football Index stock market every single day. Hello and welcome to episode 130 of the Football Index Club daily podcast. Today, as always, I will be talking about what's going on in the Football Index stock market, covering the rises, the fallers, and just sharing my general thoughts and views on the market today. So getting into it straight away, the main riser that we have is Paul Pogba. His price has been fluctuating for months now, and he's up 14p to £7.72 today. I imagine most of that is due to him being unlisted. Some traders will also be buying into him today with him expected to earn media dividends. He looks set to earn 5p today, and he's been consistently, well, fairly consistently earning media dividends over the last few months. He kind of comes in and out of the media rankings and when he's out of it for a few days or he's being linked to moves away from Man United quite heavily that's when his price will often drop whereas once he just starts to earn those media dividends and there's less of the content about him moving away from Man United in those media stories his price often rebounds and increases again so I'm sure some people would have actually been able to just purely trade Paul Pogba over the last few weeks and months and actually be very profitable um, because his price does fluctuate so often. I suppose with the spread and the amount of Paul Pogba's in the sell queue, that would be something which would be quite difficult to do. Um, but nevertheless, I'm sure there is some traders out there who are just buying in when he dips a lot and then maybe selling him when he's at a higher price because of those fluctuations. Um, I know I sold him at about £8 something a few weeks ago. I'm quite glad I did that due to his drop recently. But with that being said, I have missed out on a lot of dividends as well. So I suppose if you're holding Paul Pogba, I mean, it's kind of a case of timing it well. Ideally, you don't want to be selling him when he's at a low point. But that can be quite difficult difficult to predict. I mean, just recently he was at a low of £7.58 and now he's back up to £7.72. So it's not an enormous difference, but I mean, ideally you'd be probably trying to sell him when he's in the media for a few days and once his price really starts to rise again. Um, I think overall what happens with Paul Pogba will certainly depend on whether he does stay at Man United or not and how he performs with Bruno Fernandes. And if he does play really well with Bruno Fernandes there and he comes out and says that he's going to be staying longer, he could certainly rise a lot more. But he is definitely a risky hold, in my opinion, just given that his price is quite likely to drop if he was to secure a transfer. Um, And I, I think it's unlikely that the dividends that he'd earn in that process would outweigh the drop. Um, But either way, I think timing is certainly key with Paul Pogba at £7.72. But I'm sure a lot of people are making some really good returns on him. And also some traders will just be happy to keep those dividend returns coming in and not really look at his price too much. I can certainly see the attractiveness of doing that if you are quite happy to just watch those dividends come in. Uh, But anyway, Neymar's also up 6p today, another top player who's also earned some media dividends over the last few weeks and months but not really so much um over the last few days but anyway he's up 6p to 8.46 not really that big a rise given his price anyway 
Bruno Fernandes up 3p, Erling brought Haaland's up 3p, Kane's up 3p, Donny van der Beek's up 3p, Ariana Callo is up 3p. And there's very few players dropping today. The only one really is Jude Bellingham down 2p and Serge Gnabry down 2p, but very small drops there. So nothing really to go over. And in terms of the squad list, Jerson at Flamengo is up 6p to 72p. He is a player who's been linked to a few Premier League clubs in the past. And that's why he's increased today due to more transfer links. Um, nothing very concrete at the moment. But with that being a non-PB to PB league, that is always really going to lead to a little bit of an increase in price. Another player who's gained transfer links today is Fode Balotori at Monaco. He's their left back. His PB scores have been pretty poor this season, but he has been linked to Chelsea amongst some other teams and his price has increased 4p to 55p. A few other players then, Mohamed Salisu, he's up 3p to 99p. I actually did a play review on him the other day and I was watching a load of him and he did look very good, a very solid player, very strong, good in the air, strong at tackling. But it did get me thinking about centre-backs and I do think checking on and seeing their technical ability in terms of their passing, how comfortable they are on the ball is really important with centre-backs, especially if you're considering one who is likely to move to a better team like Mohamed Salisu, because although his passing was okay, I think he's actually got the most clearances in La Liga out of any player. And he didn't really tend to pass it that often. Um Maybe that's due to Real Valladolid's tactics there with them not being the best of sides and I'm sure he will improve on his passing in the future. But I would certainly say with centre-backs just in general, looking into maybe their passing average is a strong indicator of how good they will score in terms of PB. Um, so players like Nico Elvedi, he's a player with a very high PB average. Virgil van Dijk, of course, is passing very often and so his high PB scores fairly regularly um, but yeah Salisu he looks a pretty good player and he's fairly young if he was to move to Real Madrid or another very strong side I've seen him linked to various sides then maybe he will improve his PB scores but I think with a centre-back the sort of price ceiling which they could reach is always going to be a little bit lower Chris Richards is up 3p to 96p that Bayern Munich uh, defender I think he's also a centre-back, actually, and he does look very good at passing from a few videos I watched in the past, I remember. Um, but yeah, he's been linked to a few teams as well. I think Chelsea's one of them um, as well with him. Kareem Benzema, up 3p to 95p. Weston McKenney's up 3p to 90p. He was actually in the blog yesterday at 86p, so nice to see his price already rise 4p. Also been linked a little bit to the Premier League. I think he said he was open to a move to England anyway. Um Seems like a nice fellow in a few videos I was watching as well. I was looking into some of his interviews, seeing how he was in those interviews yesterday. And he seems like a nice nice lad. He's, uh, yeah, I think he's going to be a good talent. Kind of wish I bought into him myself, but at least some members who maybe bought into him yesterday at 86p have already had a nice start with him rising today. Borna Sosa up 3p to 70p. And Hendrik Wayndant is up 3p to 36p. So he's another player who was highlighted in the blog yesterday, 31p. Quite a big rise there in terms of percentages, possibly, well, probably influenced by the blog on him. Again, I don't actually hold him, but it's nice to see his price rise. And that's one that I think is a little bit of an outside punt in a way, but he has got eight goals in 18. 
I found it very interesting looking into him. He was actually studying a bachelor's degree in business just a few years ago. And so it was a little bit of a Jamie Vardy of the German leagues. And he scored six goals in the Bundesliga last season, although that was in 28 games. He's a very tall player, six foot five, and basically just worked his way up through the leagues. And he was scouted by Hanover's coach, I think maybe in pre-season or something. So they gave him a trial and I think they gave him a few games to see if they would extend his contract. And he did really well and he scored pretty much straight away in all those games. So then they extended his contract until June 2020. So he's currently playing for Hanover 96 in the second division in Germany. And he scored two in his last two games, which is partly why I highlighted him also just due to his goal scoring record being pretty good. But he's out of contract to the end of the season because they only signed him on quite a short-term contract um, a couple of seasons ago. So I was just wondering what could happen with him. Maybe he could get a move um, to a better side. He's only 24, so he's not that young he's not that old even um but it's a little bit of a punt i mean obviously his career has progressed massively over the last few years so maybe he will be looking to progress further and he has shown last season that he can at least get some goals in the bundesliga with six goals in um 28 appearances which isn't particularly good but then again for hanover he's always going to struggle and also another thing which i think is quite interesting with tall strikers um in particular is that some of them do peak later on in their career. So, I mean, one example is maybe like Ricky Lambert um, or Glenn Murray, like big, strong sort of number nines. They can do quite well and they don't always do best at first. And I suppose Hendrik Weidant has actually done a lot better as he's got older. I mean, as I say, he was actually playing in like the eighth division in Germany only a few years ago um, and like doing a degree in business. So... Maybe he will do better in the future. I don't know. It's definitely an outside punt and he may just continue to play in a non-PV league and not actually amount to anything. At the minute, he's got pretty much no chance of earning dividends. So, um, I mean, I made all of that clear in my blog, but I guess it's just one to maybe consider. Um, And I just thought it was interesting, really. So that's another reason why he was in the blog. But yeah, hopefully he does rise in price and hopefully he will end up in a uh, the Bundesliga in the future or another side and actually earn some dividends and another reason why I highlighted him was with Hanover's fixtures being very favourable I think they're playing some of the worst teams in the second division in Germany over the next few games and if he scores quite a few games uh, if he scores quite a lot in the next few games maybe we could see a similar rise to Tim Kleinbanst who's risen a huge amount over the last few months and um, he was also highlighted on the site actually it's about 20p or something like that um, a few other players then, Andrea Di Maggio up 3p to 27p. I don't know a lot about him, to be honest. And Caraba up 3p to 13p. Maybe a pump there as he's very cheap. Anyway, that is about it for today. I hope this has been a useful episode. It's just been a pretty general one, really. Um, and I've just gone into a bit of detail on a few players, but hopefully it has been interesting to anyone listening. And hopefully someone found that story about Hendrik Wydance fairly interesting as well. I certainly did personally uh, when I was looking into him, that was. Um, and as I say, I'm not really condoning or suggesting that anyone should purchase him, but I just thought it'd be something that would be quite interesting to share with anyone listening. So thanks for listening. I hope you have enjoyed the episode and I hope you have a great rest of your weekend.